The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. Tuesday, December 12th, we are on the heels of Christmas. We are in the middle of Hanukkah. The year is almost over. It's almost time for Griffin Maddie to walk down that aisle in Charlotte to ring in the new year. And we are the Sons of Saturday, Pat and Billy Ray. We took a little hiatus. I got to tell you, Pat, I don't know if you feel this way. I miss football. I miss hokey football. But... Nice, well-earned break. Got to take a nice deep breath. No previews. I'm not out here watching interviews of Boston College's coach after their, you know, Matt UMass game in week three to see what quotes he may have had. So I'm feeling pretty good. How are you, Pat? I'm doing good. Doing well. I am mourning the loss of Substation 2. Heading up to New Jersey this weekend. We are excited. We have the women's basketball team playing at Rutgers on Sunday. I am making the uh, New Jersey Christmas pilgrimage on Saturday, scooping Billy Ray at some point along the way, but uh, not without stopping in for the final sub at Substation 2. There will be content involving the last sub uh, from SS2. Uh, Other than that, Billy, I got to be honest, I'm a little tired, but we're going to bring the juice gotta bring the juice it's december it's the uh it's the daylight saving special here nine days to the shortest day of the year over here at sons of saturday so we have a pretty fun podcast what we're gonna do is we are gonna do a season recap we've gone through and we've basically if you were to do a season of virginia tech and you were to name all of the episodes you were to name all of the games uh we went ahead and we named all of them it was a fun exercise uh, after that, we're going to do some season awards. No, these are not for players, ma- mainly. These are for you. These are for uh, the fans, the fun, everything surrounding. Um, and then lastly, we are going to run down some of these some of these bowl games. I mean, we have some hilarious names. We have the uh, Cricket Celebration Bowl and Howard uh, versus Florida A&M in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to name the best ones. We're going to name the worst ones. We're going to name the, there's just no way I'm watching these games ones. So, um, yeah, we can kick this off. Pat, you want to rip a haiku or no? It's okay. You don't. I think, I think we can try. Okay. So if you are watching on YouTube, you can see, I just updated my background pick. I believe this was a Chris Jones, Eric Shepard special here. Uh, we got some awesome picks of Coach Pride, um, but that has nothing to do with this haiku. Um, we are fired up because we gobbled down to Charlottesville the last time the Hokies played, and 
We're going to be gobbling down to Annapolis. I want to know, if you're watching on YouTube, first of all, like the video. Second of all, comment what your thoughts are if we try to put out some merchandise in regards to Goblin. So, you know, Goblin to your city. We're, we're Goblin to your city. Uh, is a spinoff of, of coming to your city. So um, I don't know if that's funny or unique or awful, but uh, comment below. Goblin to A-Town. It's Annapolis. Hokies versus the... Hokies wave. versus the Green Wave. Okay. Surfing USA. Five, seven, Pretty five, good. Five, You've gotten really good at this. Um, so here we go. We're going to run through each one of these games uh, and just give it a name. So, Pat, you got the first one. Virginia Tech took on Old Dominion uh, and won 36-17 to 17 at night to open up the stadium. What is this episode's name? Whether you are in the stadium, sellout, 8 p.m., ACC Network. Whether you're in the stadium or you're watching at home, this was the elite fan base game. Did I just steal yours? Monkey off the back game. That's what I had it as. I just, I just, <laughs> this was the, the get that monkey off of your back game. I know we still haven't beaten ODU in Norfolk. I understand that. However, you have to start somewhere. You have to take the state back. We did not own the state last year. We might. Yes, we did beat Liberty, but we did not get to play Virginia, and we lost to ODU on their turf. You bring ODU back in town, you shut them down, you beat them by 19 points at home on opening night. And it was just a big, a large time uh, for all involved on Labor Day weekend, kicking off the campaign. I mean, it was just a three-hour commercial for Virginia Tech. Um, I have elite fan base game. Again, ACC Network, night game, you won. I mean, you had Taylor Tannenbaum. She was doing like the the sound-o-meter on the sideline. If you recall, Pat, this was the um, Hokey Bird Billy Ray friendship game. Um, we marched down the tunnel together, took some nice photos. Uh, I know the Hokey Bird and I have had a um, a back and forth relationship, but really, really bridged some gaps there, um, and just had an awesome, awesome time. Really, really cool. Um, as it always does, Barstool, ESPN, Fox Sports, everybody. Um, College football is back. Look how awesome Virginia Tech is. Uh, and for Virginia Tech to send that message after what last year was, um, not not due to anyone's fault, we're just going through a huge rebuild, um, was really awesome and a reflection of how just sick Virginia Tech is. So I have that as the uh, elite fan base game. Um, Purdue. We lost to Purdue 24-17. to 17. I have this as just the Titanic. Um, why is this called the Titanic? We had the appearance of H2O, a lot of water. Um, water flooded the Titanic, unfortunately. Rest in peace to everyone involved. It also flooded Lane Stadium. Uh, it also flooded, uh, flood, it flooded everything. It, it, you know, water soaked, downpour, unbelievable. It was the Titanic in the sake of a disaster. People running for their lives uh, to get into the concourses, to get into the boxes, to get into their uh, dorms, to get to their cars. Pandemonium. And lastly, 
the Titanic in order of runtime. I remember when I was a kid, I watched Titanic. I was like, this is a good movie. Is it ever going to end? The, like a three and a half hour movie. Um, we showed up to this football game with Mike and with Bryce for a noon kick. Got there at about 1030, 10 o'clock. We did not leave Blacksburg until around 10 p.m. Uh, and got home at one or two o'clock in the morning. Um, so that it was the Titanic game. Fair, fair assessment. Day trip turned nightmare <laughs> trip. What, what was, was the cra- nightmare? What was the craziest thing that happened to you that day? Um, I can't really think of a, a, a one specific thing. Like it was just weird from the beginning. I mean, we're walking into the game. We run into Drake DeUlis. We run into Oscar. We run into Coleman Fox. The flyover happens, and then everybody starts leaving the stadium, and they're saying, hey, delay, quick 15 minutes. We'll be back. No problem. So we all head back, go in. They had already done Enter Sandman the first time. They decide to do Enter Sandman again with the players on the field during kickoff. Um, We saw Enter Sandman. Did they do – I believe they did Enter Sandman a third time when everybody had come back. I just think the weirdest thing is the culmination of like, I'm going for a day trip. I'm going to have one or two beers and then that's going to be it. Um, This was the game that I volunteered to drive back from. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'll drive back. No problem. And then we get up in the box and you go from, okay, I had two beers. I'm not drinking anymore. So you get up in the box and you're pretty drunk. Um, And then the game starts and then you're basically hung over throughout the game because you're coming back down from being drunk during the game. And then you just have a horrible ride home. And uh, by the way, did not end up driving home. And that was like the trip. Like it was just very weird. It was very weird to like through the day, drink throughout the day, sober up during the football game and then be hung over during the drive home. It was just, it was just a bizarre, it was a bizarre feat. It kind of reminded me of beers, donuts and miles in a very disgusting way. Um, that's, that's the only way that I could think about it. We lost to one Big Ten team, and we said, let's take this show on the road. And we did. We took the show up to Piscataway, New Jersey, and didn't have a great time at the game. Had an incredible time before the game. This was the we won the tailgate game. (laughs) Uh, There were about three or 400 folks who bought tickets with us uh, in in the section we bought out for Rutgers and a couple hundred folks at the tailgate. Pete B came in, set up the speakers, got up on the mic, gave up a, a pregame pump up speech. Spirited. And this was the ultimate. I don't want to go into this game because this party is so much fun <laughs> out in the parking lot in the silver lot in Piscataway, New Jersey. Um, now I will say, Kyle Manungai is still running. I just saw him run by my window. It it is 714. It is pitch black outside. And I just saw Kyle Manungai out for his evening run. Uh, The guy is still running. He's back. I have a stat from this game. I want to just confirm that it's correct. It is. Um, They mentioned this on TSL's podcast. I think that came out today. Virginia Tech lost a football game 35 to 16 in which the opposing starting quarterback completed seven passes for 46 yards. 
Um, I can't remember the last time Virginia Tech lost to a non-Georgia Tech opponent where the quarterback threw for less than 50 yards, um, much less threw for less than 100 yards. Um, that's got to be weird. Uh, I don't know if there's a uh, – I know we have scoreagami. I'm not sure if there's a statagami thing, um, but that is that is something else. This is dark. What are you, uh, what are, you are, are you staying on Rutgers? No. Do we have something else? Oh, yeah. We're staying on Rutgers. Guys, uh, next year, Vanderbilt, Labor Day. If you came with us to Rutgers, you had fun. We're doing it three times as big mm-hmm. in Nashville. We booked our Airbnb last week. Uh, but as far as tickets go, as far as tailgate party goes, uh, event the night before, you know, ran out a bar with the band in Nashville. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be fun. And uh, we're excited to see you there. So uh, whenever we get those details ironed out, stay tuned. Because um, that's going to be a ton of fun. Ton of fun. And thank you to everybody that showed up to Rutgers. That was awesome. We really had no idea what to expect. Um, and when we were doing it, we were like, hey, if this goes like halfway well, if we can get like 50 people to show up to this, we're doing this in Vanderbilt. And 300 or 400 of you showed up to the tailgate. So really excited. Maybe this is something we do every single year. So I lost my train of thought. What I wanted to say was that we had an argument last week in the group chat about Rutgers. Mm. And my side of the argument was we did not get blown out by Rutgers. The game was closer than it appeared. We spotted them two possessions out the gate. We had a new quarterback. Um, If we played Rutgers today, I think we'd be favored. When we play Rutgers next year, I think we'll be favored by six points at home. That's my take. I'm putting that on the record right now. Um, I know they're, they're they are retaining everyone. Shiano is doing an unbelievable job, um, but I also think that Coach Pry is doing an unbelievable job as well. So I'm fired up for that Rutgers game. That's going to be a good football game. Yeah, um, I think that Rutgers uh, get is the butt of a lot of jokes, um, and this loss looks worse based upon how Rutgers finished the year with four losses in a row, I would just encourage people to go look at who they lost to. Um, They lost to Ohio state, Iowa, Penn state and Maryland, but um, tough schedule. It's hard to be good out there in the big 10, especially in the big 10, whatever legends or whatever goofy conference they call their themselves out there. Um, Get dark. This is dark, man. This, this was, At Marshall, Virginia Tech loses two Big Ten games. And we go to play Marshall, and I said it all year. I was like, look, Marshall's really good. Gotta, you know, I, I don't expect to win this game, but I was expecting to win one of, if not both, Purdue and Rutgers. Virginia Tech goes and loses to Marshall 24-17. And you were just saying how the Rutgers game was not as close as the game was. The Marshall game was actually, in my opinion, closer than it looked. Um I don't really have a title as much as I have a quote from Stephen A. Smith, um, one of his memes. It, you know, After that game, I was basically like, this is bad. This is very bad. If you went on any, any form of social media, if you went on Twitter, if you went on the 24-7 boards, I'm sure the, the boomers were freaking out on Facebook. Um, like, it was, a, it was tough. Three losses in a row. You lose to not an in-state, but a neighboring state. Uh, non-Power 5 opponent. We're playing them on the road in Marshall. 
We have no idea who our quarterback is going to be. We have no idea what our identity is on offense. We have no idea about basically anything. And basically everything has come into question. Um, It was one of the darker – it really reminded me of the post-Duke game in 2019 and the back half of 2021. That is is how bad it was. Um, I'm not sure if 100% of it was – rational but those were three losses in a row and it was the darkest that i had seen hokey twitter in, in in a long time cam fancham meanwhile was catching some serious strays on the internet just a few days ago going to the portal did you see those uh charles yeah Huffcombe? yeah i did um <laughs> watch that game with shelton and jay lit said, you know, I'm just going to take it easy and, you know, I, I'm actually just going to not drink during this tech game. I'm gonna chill out on my couch and you know and everyone else knows that drinks were flowing in that second half because it was really challenging to watch. Oh, we scored first that game too. We scored on the first we drive did. of the game. Pat, and this, then- was, this, this was when I got broken into. This was an all about this is an all around bad time for me. My car had gotten broken into twice in 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 72 hours. Uh, tough. Tough. Yeah, tough that's week. when you just bet your mortgage on whoever's on the other side money line because <laughs> <laughs> you know tech is <laughs> tech's not going to win when when your uh, your car gets broken into. And then what happened next week, September 30th? Don't steal my title. Don't steal a title. I got to read this one because it, it needs a little. It needs a little right. It needs a little. I, I don't. I don't have. I don't have the juice to uh, to back up this title here. But, so um, we host Pittsburgh on a beautiful day. Oh my have, god! Have some fun recording our Jack and Coke ad sitting next to Coach Beamer's statue. Uh, saw Coach Foster around the University Club uh, on that Friday, and that was good vibes. Getting your car broken into the, on game day for that an away vibe. game at a G five. Not good vibes. Hanging out, doing the Jack and Coke ad, and then seeing Coach Foster before the game. Really good vibes. Um, I cannot recall, and Pat, tell me if you can think of one. I cannot recall a time that Virginia Tech needed a win in any sport more than it needed its football team to win this football game. Uh, against the Pittsburgh team that was down, against the Pittsburgh team that had beaten us up a lot against a, a familiar opponent and Phil Dracovic. I call this the, the cold stone game. Why is it called the cold stone game? My dad, he has a problem with random things. Sometimes there are things that like shouldn't annoy people that just annoy him. And, and one of those things was we had a cold stone in town. We would go all the time and he would complain about two things. He would complain about how expensive it was. And he would complain about their, dorky names for the sizes of their ice creams and uh if you want a large the large is called a gotta have it and this was the gotta have it game for virginia tech um other sizes that they have they have the like it hey look i liked that we outrushed pittsburgh 38 to 199 they have a love it it's their medium I loved that Kyron Drones threw five touchdowns and that the defense had four sacks. Three losses in a row, no identity, no quarterback. Twitter was a terrible place. Virginia Tech says, Buck stops here, brother. We're going to beat the hell out of Pittsburgh. And it was 
awesome. We had some sad puppies come on that podcast for the preview. It was Sons of Saturday, and it was the Loyal Sons from the Pittsburgh side. We said, hey, Loyal Sons, I know you guys are coming down. When can we expect you to come to town? They said, hey, guys, we're not coming. We don't want to watch our football team play football. And we were like, wait a second. We don't want to watch our football team play football either, but we're still going. And we went, and there was spirit and there was feeling, and there was vibe, and there was energy, and the team played with confidence and swagger that they hadn't had all year. Kyron Jones gets in the end zone. He spikes the football. Um, He hits Felton deep, and he's talking trash. He's jawing out at some of the Pittsburgh defenders on his way to uh, to go and see in Felton. The team played differently that night, and uh, that was was a tone setter. And the Terror Dome – you uh, you win a game at Lane Stadium like that at night, opening conference play, set the tone for the ACC play. You want to take Florida State? The Florida State weekend. That's just the uh, the Florida is fun weekend game. Mm-hmm. We're going to have fun. They got Jordan Travis. They got Trey Benson. They got Johnny Wilson. They got Keon Coleman. They got is it Jaron Verse. They got a really good football team. And let's go and let's have a good time. Um, let's hope we cover the point spread. Let's enjoy Florida. And let's have an awesome time with Mayhul and Sonu and the gang. And it was everything about all the above. I think I think that was like the ultimate this weekend met my expectations weekend. Correct. Yeah, I called it the came to party and came to compete game. I had no expectation of winning this game. I just wanted to see our team compete, and they did. Uh, at one point, the game was seventeen to twenty-two uh, at the beginning of the third quarter. After Basil Tutin houses a, a kick return, you lose thirty-nine to seventeen. I was really proud of how the team battled back against a far, far superior opponent. Um, in Florida state. And, um, that's, that's really all I have to say about it. Um, so much fun. Spanish Moss rules, Florida state rules. Um, their bars are sick. Um, their their student body is welcoming and good looking, um, top to bottom, just great people. Welcoming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the, uh, the staff at, where do we go? Uh, Guavos, what was the place? Uh, uh Gua, Guazillas or something in the morning, Guavos. and then we, yeah, and then we went to Brick House Tavern Pizza in the afternoon, which was awesome. Um, just, just a, just a tremendous time. Jackson came down, uh, Pops came down. It was just, it was great. We went to Jackson's house in Pensacola, spent a little time out there, had a good time. Met Jackson, um, uh, Jackson's cats. He says, Jackson's hey, cats, is- yeah. He's got this one orange cat. Hey, this is Mary. <laughs> He's got like six kittens in a box in his closet. Dude, you are uh, out of control. Stayed in uh, Chattahoochee. Great up, Airbnb. Uh, up on some random lake in the middle of nowhere. Ethan and, Brown, uh, good friend from the hurricane years ago, came out. Great time. And then got um, the heck out of Dodge after a nice buffet Sunday. It's oh, awesome. Great buffet. Great buffet. Moving on to Wake Forest, um, Pat, you said this one needed to be accompanied by a picture. I call this the sad Demon Deacon game. 
This was a photo that I tweeted out at halftime of this game. It was retweeted by the Sickos committee, um, which means that it got like 200,000 views. So thank you guys for the boost. Um, I mean, we just beat the piss out of Wake Forest. It was it was awesome. Um, we had a very small Airbnb. Uh, I hope they're not listening. We fit six people into two beds. Um, that, that was not awesome. that. That was the uh, was that, that was the pit game, dude. Yeah. Oh, that was Pitt Pittsburgh. Okay, so I'll I'll move that down. Uh, I think we may have had better accommodations for that. Um, <laughs> another glorious three thirty kick. Um, but just beat them up and down the field. It was fantastic. Had a great time. Ton of fun. We say that a lot. We say we say a few phrases a lot. Uh, awesome and ton of fun. And this check both of those boxes. Saw a little bit of rain in this game as well. Got a little windy. We thought we were getting Purdue 2.0. Thankfully, yeah, weird weather game. Thankfully, we did not. Uh, it stayed. It stayed fine. A little colder, but uh, just a complete football game on homecoming. Family was in town. Everything about it was tremendous, and yeah, we rolled into Syracuse. Rolling. Great. Hey, we got. We won two games in a row at home. What do you say we go into Thursday night Syracuse and continue this ACC home win shellac fest? This was the Terradome game. It was Thursday. It was one of the longest days ever for us. Uh, this was our content day with basketball. Um, we were over at Honhurst at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Do like three and a half hours, four hours to the basketball team. And then um, it's time to go win a football game. One of the most, by the way, just the name of the game. This is the Terradome game. Zero yards rushing to 318. We had 6.8 yards per carry. We had eight sacks. Um, Would you venture to say, would you venture to say that this was a top three time that you had in Lane Stadium? No. It might have been for me. Uh... Let me just talk. Let's just talk about it for a second. Okay. You beat Wake Forest. No, no, it's not. A t- Dude, this is a crazy statement. It was, a, I mean, I had an unbelievable time. It was absolutely, it was, it wasn't technically a sellout. We had the awesome tailgate before. You're doing karaoke before the game. We run into Will Lawler. We go eat barbecue. Go down on the field with Big Russ. Big Russ has like an out of body experience where he just he just looks over at me and he goes, "God, I love football." I was just like, "Yeah, football is awesome. Football is so cool. Football is cool." Thursday night against Syracuse, Dino Babers against a common opponent in, in Asac Schrader, who's playing. He's been playing us for years and years and years. Eight sacks. Malachi Thomas threw a touchdown. It was it was awesome. I don't know. Yeah, okay, you know, top five, top ten. I don't know. I don't know if you're getting okay. on the. I don't know if you're knocking on the top three door. Can we do I mean, the top three then? Because uh, talk me out of it. Because maybe I'm having a little recency bias. I, I I will automatically insert six overtimes against UNC. Yes. Oh uh, no, you're right. Both yeah. UNC games and Pittsburgh in 2019 are hard to beat. That's probably <laughs> that's probably the top three. I mean, people people might 
crush you for this. Yeah, they probably even, will. Even, even considering this game in your top three, you're like, hey, Billy, did you ever attend a game before 2020? Yeah. No. Uh, right. Carolina 2019, six overtimes. Pittsburgh yeah. 2019, 28 nothing shutout. Bud's last game. Uh, Wake Forest was over a ranked opponent in 2019. That, that was is not – that. Th- th- this game was better than that, in my okay. opinion. Okay. I, I'm not – I mean, Syracuse was not a very good football team this year. Um, That's true. You also have – did I say Carolina 2021? Beating yeah. COVID-19. Defeating yeah. COVID-19. How about Miami 2016? This game was like Miami 2016. Yeah. Because yeah, Miami right. 2016, you also get eight sacks over Miami, which is here, and Syracuse is here. Um, Thank you for game, talking me off of that. That game had a touchdown pass from Sam Rogers. Which touchdown pass was better? Malachi <laughs> Thomas, Sam Rogers. <laughs> so, so to answer your All question, right. no, this was not my in my top three ever. Top six. Uh, it's going. It's going to take like miraculous events to unseat Carolina six overtimes is number one. By the way, yeah. Um, top six. I don't. I don't know. I mean, Georgia Tech twenty twelve was was a big one for me. Maryland two thousand eight was a big one for me. Um, I, I don't. I don't even know. I don't know if this this might crack the top ten for me. Might. Mm-hmm. I, I had more fun at Pitt. This is why. This is why. This is why. This is why we're good together. Because you. Because you just talked me out of a ridiculous statement. I appreciate it's okay. that. It's okay. Um, it's actually funny that this is the name of the next game here. Um, we lose to Louisville thirty-four to three, and just like Pat brought me back to reality, this game brought uh, Hokie Nation back to reality. Um, Virginia Tech goes on the road, plays Louisville, who eventually is the runner-up in the ACC. Um, but I gotta be honest. Like looking back at this game, what really sticks out is just how annoying so many Virginia Tech people were after we lost the game, where they were like, okay, everybody, can we stop talking about the ACC? By the way, we should stay focused on a bowl game. Got a couple problems with that. A couple problems. Okay. Statistically, it wasn't pie in the sky. Hey, guys, if like 15 different things happen, Virginia Tech is going to go to the ACC championship. It was quite literally, if this game was won, Virginia Tech is in the driver's seat to go to the ACC championship. And if you think that Pat and Billy Ray aren't going to get on the podcast and talk about that, you don't know us very well. You don't. Okay? We're here to tell you what's going on. And that was what was going on. And then what happened? We didn't get off the bus, and we lost. But guess what? Silver linings? It was great to be in the mix in November, being talked about, by a lot of people, Josh Pate was talking about the Hokies in November. I was disappointed in the fact that we didn't show up. But guess what? Virginia Tech didn't lose this game because Pat and Billy Ray and Treadmill Horse and some other people were talking about the fact that Virginia Tech was competing for an ACC title. Because that's literally what was happening. That was what was happening. Shout out to Sam Stromberg for for unearthing the Nuggets before yeah. anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, wait, guys, why are we talking about this? Because it's literally what's happening. That's what's happening. So um, the, be- the best thing that you can ever sell is hope. And if and if there's inventory, you better believe we're putting it out there. Great weekend, though. I mean, we were out in Scottsdale. We watched the game at the Barstool Bar celebrating Griff, who's getting married here in, in two or three weeks. Um, 
I mean, I had a great time. Wish we won the game, uh, but it was an overall great week of football. Won a lot of money that weekend. Great, great gambling weekend for Billy Ray. Billy Ray, um, every weekend was a great gambling weekend for you this year. It's true. It's true. I wanted you to say it. You had TGF for it, yeah, and you went ahead we had, and said it. We had, uh, we had our picks challenge every week, and Billy did finish at 65% for the year, which is honestly pretty pretty impressive. I'll say it because because uh, I don't want him to just go out there and say it. I'll say it. <laughs> at Boston College. We shipped up to Boston and we beat the hell out of Boston College, forty-eight to twenty-two. I call this the answer the bell game. Um, before the season, this is why these exercises are stupid. Ninety-five uh, percent of people, including myself, uh, penciled this in as a loss because Chestnut Hill. Why are you guys going to lose to Boston College? What about their roster scares you? Well, I mean, in the past they had some really good running backs, and Boston College is a scary place. So you know, <laughs> ergo, ergo, we have no chance at winning this game that happens six months from now. Um, Hokey, yeah, Hokey history. Just look at the data. Yeah, look at on, look at what Andre Williams did to us. Look at R- Ryan Willis, <laughs> also kind of did to us <laughs> in 2019. No, that was tough. Um, tough. That was a tough stat sheet. If you look at Ryan oh, Willis' stats from that game, he threw for like 350 and then like three picks. Um, first Power Five road win uh, in the Pry era. Um, First ACC road win. Obviously, those things go hand in hand. Uh, and this was basically like the hey, if you want to go to a bowl game, you got to win this game because uh, you got you got two opponents coming up in UVA, which can go either way because um, it's a rivalry game. If that's how you want to think about it, and then NC State, which is a really good team, and Virginia Tech handled business forty-eight to twenty-two. It was awesome. We watched that game in Charlotte. Um, what was that? Where did we go? What's the place called? The Pizza Place. At- <laughs> pizza Place Goldies. Yeah, they don't have pizza. They don't even. <laughs> I don't even think they they sell like hot dogs and brisket <laughs> sandwiches. Never. Yeah, seen, hand food. Hand food. Never seen. Never seen such a thing at Goldie's. That is a. Uh, that's an American, American music joint right there. They were playing uh, live music. They played like the cranberries. They were playing cranberries. They were playing uh, Fleetwood Mac. Amy yeah. Winehouse, dude. Yeah. yeah, it was very interesting live music. We were we yeah. were doing a good job because we're a rowdy crowd wherever we go, and we're cheering for the game. So we made sure during any commercial break that we showed like the live music love. We'd sing along. Um, some interesting remixes to Taylor Swift too. Uh, she did a good job. If you're listening, you're not, um, but good job. This yeah. was your dad. Your dad went on a wild, wild trip here. What was the itinerary? The Hokey Roadsters. He was gobbling up to Char uh, to to Chestnut Hill. He was gobbling down to Charlotte. Went to South Carolina th- uh, on Friday night before the Tech game on Saturday. Was at the Iowa women's game on Thursday. Ally Tip Off Classic. Hey Finn, mm-hmm. Hokey Road Warrior. Still want to know if there's anyone else who's at all three games out there. Uh, we haven't heard from anyone. So. Hey, if you want to be one of those guys, we'll get you on the pod. We'll hear about your road trip diaries too. Um, but I don't know if anyone did it other than Kate Fint. That next week, NC State come home. It was just like, you know what? This is a good team. This is a really good team coming in. Um, but I'll be honest, that wasn't my vibe. My vibe was like, yo, the ACC has been get has been coming to Lane Stadium and been get, getting handed ass whoopings all year. And 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 we are going to continue that ass whooping handout. Um, 
I, I called this the silver lining game. Look, we have a young football team. We have a young staff. We went against a really good, experienced staff, experienced quarterback, uh, incredible linebacker in Peyton Wilson. Um, they came out. They punched us in the mouth. Virginia Tech was able to make adjustments, fought back, made it way closer than it was. Uh, but again, this has been a common theme in the prior era. Um, don't get behind early, but our team never really quits. Our team never really lets go of the rope. And they put themselves in a position with an onside kick late to potentially tie the game up. So, um, you know, that was my silver lining takeaway. Dave Dorn did a great job this year, nine and three. Mm-hmm. Happy for uh, for what he did. Happy that he destroyed Carolina in uh, the last week of the season, which we're about to talk about right now. This I love season. Dave. Do- I love Dave Doran. I really do. I, I don't really understand why. Every it seems like every three years he goes through this cycle of like ah, Dave Doran's on the hot seat. It's like is he really on the hot seat? He just he wins nine games every single year. Um, NC State's a pretty tough place to play. He. Uh, <laughs> I'll give uh, I'll give I'll give the TSL guy. I think it was the TSL guys that said this some grief. I think I think somebody said that Dave Doran is boring. I don't think Dave Doran is boring at all. Dave Doran does everything but get in a fist fight with Dabo Sweeney every single year. I mean, in the media, just he's just like he's just like yeah, I hate Dabo Sweeney, and they basically challenges him to a fencing match on the fifty yard line. Um, so I, I I am a I am a buyer of Dave Doran. Um, but uh, good, good football team. The Dave Doran hate comes when they go seven and five instead of nine and three. And yeah, you're not going to win nine games every year. I'd love to win nine games every year. That would be awesome. Um, but he's done. He's done a great. He's done a great job. We head up to Charlottesville the next week. We gobbled down there and we gobbled them up big time. I mean, we absolutely just, you know, went in there and said, hey, guys, can you guys leave our house, please? We we are tired of you just occupying all the space in this town. This is not your town. This is not your field. This is not your stadium. Uh, everything about it is ours. Flagship school in the state. There's no doubt about it. We're gonna call this game the flagship burger game. It's not only did we plant that flag for the first time in Coach Prize tenure here, but we also did finally track down that elusive 50 burger. Couple things about this game. I think that we actually owe. I don't know his first name. I know his last name because I had a coworker with the same last name. Malasek. What's his first name? <laughs> What's his Jake. name? Eric Ma- Jake Malasek. I actually want to give him some credit because he kind of made that week fun. Like, I mean, I I can honestly really respect somebody who is like, yo, this is my team and I hate your team. Um, and I I I have made fun of UVA for not giving a damn for so long. And it was glad to see that one guy was really like standing in the paint and backing his team. Um, so I, I do tip my cap. Um, we did beat beat the piss out of you guys. It was so fun, so satisfying. <laughs> um, couple great things that happened on that trip. I think I think we were pretty adamant about this. I just want to repeat it. Jack Browns is such an incredible establishment. Um, they have one in Roanoke. They have one in Charlottesville. It's the hole in the wall bar. 
got Sharpies in the bathroom, writing all over the walls, stickers all over the walls, great craft beer. And I really would love to see one in Blacksburg. I think it would do excellent. Um, so we went to the game. Tail, it wasn't really a tailgate. We uh, watched the Michigan-Ohio State game, which, thank goodness, was at a different time. We are able to take that in. And just from beginning to end, like from the beginning of the kick, like like leading up to the game, you're like, man, like bowl games on the line, getting kind of nervous. This game's been close for a while. And then as soon as kickoff starts, just like, oh, we're going to beat them by a lot. Like we're going to we're going to beat them by a lot of points. Like, can we score 50? Can we score 50? We started talking about 50 like midway through the like second quarter. Um, and we did. It was awesome. So fun. And, you know, got to experience LED lights on the road. For yeah. the first time this year. Mm-hmm. That was special. <laughs> despite <laughs> despite it uh, being broadcasted to a half-empty stadium after uh, a field goal to go down 30-3, to 31-3. Tough. Tough uh, luck. Slightly, slightly crazy. Second half, hokey social event. That's what it was. That's what I said to, uh, to Dan and uh, – that's exactly what it was. It was a social event and we didn't make it out in Charlottesville that night. We just went to Jack Brown's and said, Hey, you know what? Let's just go to bed. Let's just watch. Uh, what, what game? It was the uh, Florida, Florida state it game. Was, no, and- we watched. Well, yes, we watched that there. And then we, uh, God, we, we sound like we're dating. Um, we, then we fell asleep to the uh, pack 12, the last pack 12 game ever. Uh, the last pack 12 after dark game. That's ever played. I think it was like UCLA versus like Cal or something. Um, and nothing will put you to sleep like you uh, Cal versus UCLA. Um, just just not interesting at all. Not um, yet. Cal will be interesting, though. Just give them <laughs> wait till that calendar turns to 24 and we're going to be all up in that golden bear. <laughs> okay. Um- Great trip. Great trip to Charlottesville. Uh, can't wait to finally. It wouldn't be talking about UVA if I didn't bring this up. Did you know that Virginia Tech hasn't played UVA at home since 2018? Uh, we haven't. And hopefully we will next year. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be. The one last thing that was cool was uh, after leaving Jack Browns, we're headed back to the to the hotel. And we're driving past like their downtown, which is sick. They got a great downtown. It also wouldn't be me talking about Charlottesville, that bragging about Charlottesville. And we're just driving and getting stuck at red lights. And I'm screaming out the door, let's go. And like <laughs> 50 and like 50% of the people in line are like, hokies. And you got all these weirdos with bow ties on that are just like, <laughs> Juliana is like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, so, it was uh Great time, absurd. absurd. And Fun by thing. the way, uh, it's it's surprising we didn't say, we didn't call this the Cat stayed four quarters game. NC State Kathleen stayed four quarters. UVA Kathleen stayed four quarters. It, it's a shame she's graduating in the spring. This is my sister who has recently gotten uh, in, invested and excited about Virginia Tech football. Um, to my my father and my my own uh our disappointment that it took this long but um here we are kathleen's moving to manhattan after graduation and uh hopefully we can get her down for a game in the fall hey guys this is ollie jennings the third wide receiver for your virginia tech Hokies. 
When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. That's Harvey's GM, Tyler Ave in Radford. Or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. So we are going to do something uh, a little bit later, which are uh, year athletic awards, but we wanted to do some season awards um, just based on the season. Um, so we're going to do that now. Best game. Now, here's what's annoying about me. Um, I'm like 15 minutes. Everything. Removed. Yeah, everything. But here's something that's really annoying about me. I'm 15 minutes removed from saying that Syracuse might have been a top three game ever in Lane Stadium's history that I've attended. And I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this. Uh, these words, and I'm saying, I don't know. I think Pitt might have been. <laughs> I think Pitt might have been the best game. I, I'll I'll re I'll rephrase that. I think I think for my uh, I I'd say that the Syracuse game was a top five beatdown game. It was fun just beating the hell out of that opponent. Um, but in terms of best game, we said so many negative things about the whiteout, and we had great participation. Um, the uniforms looked great. Pittsburgh was like, "You're not wearing white. We're gonna wear white," and they have some good looking white uniforms. And we just, it was awesome. It was a sellout. The crowd was into it. Um, crowd was loud. Crowd was involved. Um, cold drinks were flowing. We had uh, so many special guests come visit. We had Dr. J come to Section 5. Georgia Amor came to Section 5. Um, our guy, Hal, always holding it down in Section 5, but he came down for that game. I have a hard time not saying Pittsburgh here. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah, it <laughs> Pittsburgh. It was the the juice that the rest of the season needed. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh set the tone for everything that followed at home, and I had an awesome time. I I will not critique any whiteout ever again, as long as it is at night. Yeah, just participate. That's really all it takes. If you participate, it's going to look good. Um. Best environment. So I think a lot of people are probably anticipating us with going with Florida State. And I want to say this. Florida State's pageantry is really cool. Um, It doesn't feel like an ACC road opponent. It very much has SEC vibes. That's just just what it is. Um, Chief Osceola is really cool. Um, some of the videos and stuff they do is really cool. But in terms of like loudness, it, it gave me not Notre Dame vibes, but you were like, it should probably be louder right now. Shouldn't it? Like, it should probably be louder. Um, and it just never really did get to that point. Um, I'm not ready to make an evaluation on Florida state until I go to Florida State versus a top 10 team when Florida State's ranked in the top 10. At no, night. sure, but I, I'm trying to measure it against all of the games that we played this year sure. specifically. Um, so I, I don't know. Like in terms of best environment, you could go a couple different directions here. You could say that UVA was cool because of just how many Virginia Tech fans were there and the fact that we all rushed the field. Um, I, I think that just kind of fits into more like best fun all around. Um 
I don't know, Pat. I think we got to double down on Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh had like the loudest third down that I've heard in the last like six or seven years. So it's Pitt for me. Yeah. It was like one of those, like, I can't believe it's this loud moments. <laughs> just like look to my left and my right and like, wait, is it really this loud? Yeah. It was. Pittsburgh uh, win. Let's see. Best tailgate. I mean, this is this really uh there's not much debate here. We had some awesome tailgates at the German club this fall. Um, but the, the Rutgers road, something about that road tailgate, you get the group together, you get the spot, you get the music going, you get everyone wearing the same orange t-shirt that says our state with a, a wave, a pizza, and a bagel on it. Are you kidding me? We had an yeah. awesome time there. So uh, it was the Rutgers game, but um I think every tailgate that we went to in, in Blacksburg this year was was uh, pretty awesome, too. Rookie of the year, non-tech grad who came down for a game and had a really good time. Um, spent the day with us. I'll let you go first. I mean, you created this category like designed for one person. I, I don't I don't think I have. No, no it can't be. Asked. It can't be Willie K. He's been to a game before. This wasn't his first time. Pat, not bringing a lot of people that <laughs> Pat doesn't associate with non-Virginia Tech aligned folks. Um, maybe this was a dumb category. I'll just wait. Go with oh this. wait, uh, Casey, Casey Hamrick, rookie of the year. Casey Hamrick is a great pick. Got to get vertical. Got to. Casey was vertical. there for Pitt, dude. Casey was there for Pitt. Yeah, that was my first time meeting Casey. What a great guy. Huge Ohio State fan. Um, kind of made me hate Ohio State a little bit less. Uh, I usually hate hate Ohio State so much. Uh, and he's just like, no, man, you got to embrace being hated. It's so fun being hated. When people hate you, it's awesome. And uh, when you really think about it, kind of is. So Casey, Casey will come up. We'll get him on the pod soon. We we had a long discussion about the top twenty five, top thirty football programs over the last thirty years, and Casey was heavily involved. He did have Washington ranked ahead of Virginia Tech. If you're watching on YouTube, I I like doing the YouTube call to action. Yeah. Please listen to me if you're if you're tuning in here and you've made it 48 minutes in. Look at look at the past, I guess it's 2000 to present, so not the past 30 years. Who is a better football program, Washington or Virginia Tech, since the year 2000? So excluding the 1999 season, starting from the 2000 season onward, who is a better football program? I'm getting a little lag. I'm going to mute myself. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with my dad. Uh, he had an awesome time. Old Miss grad came down to Syracuse, picked a great game. Uh, I was like, if Pops is coming, I really hope our team can win. Um, so he had a great time. And then I'll give an honorable mention to Bridget Blair. She is an Iowa graduate. Um, picture of uh, the lady wearing the hood and looking up, holding a slice of pizza. If you recall, this was the game that I ate pizza off the ground. That is the Wake Forest football game. Uh, do I regret it? No. Will I do it again next year? Probably. Ground pizza. Ground pizza. Uh, best play. Best play of the year. Um, I had the most fun during the drones to lane 53-yard touchdown against Pittsburgh. I, the entire thing is documented. It, it is on the internet. I, I don't remember. I think, did you record that? 
just 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 awesome awesome timing um i doing i mean it was it was awesome man um 53 yards uh our guy zach osmond screaming drone strike like like 57 times um high fives all around hugs uh fireworks night game white out just awesome um, I, I also want to give an honorable mention. This isn't really best play. It's kind of like the, like he didn't score a touchdown on a punt return, but every time like Tucker Holloway is about to catch the ball. Uh, look, no disrespect. I think it's just a fact. I don't think that there is a white punt returner that gets people more fired up than Tucker Holloway. Um, cause it's, it's must see TV every time the other team is punting. So, um, I'll give that an honorable mention. Best play. I think the Jay Lane one is just too easy to pick. But I am going to pick from the same game. (laughs) And drones hit Felton deep. It was the first drones deep ball touchdown of the year. And we were like, oh, this guy, this guy's talented. This guy can throw the deep ball. And the amount of times we saw the drones to Felton combo throughout the rest of the year, pretty special. Big play day. How about that? Can you is it remind Daquan me? or Daquan? I don't, if it's Daquan, it's big play day. If it's Daquan, then I don't want to big play duh. He, he doesn't have the same. Um, you mute yourself, or is, is it is it all me? I think I am not noticing anything wrong with you at all. Oh, okay, you're perfect. I'm just a little feedback. Okay. Um. I think was that before or after? Uh, did Jerkovic answer that right after? He answered it right after. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that. Dig, I feel like that Felton play has happened over and over and over again. That fingertip catch, um, tremendous amount of fun. Um, best performance. <laughs> it's tough because every game that we won, we just destroyed. We destroyed everybody we played. Uh, it's pretty crazy to think that every single game is this correct? Every single game that we won, we won by more than seventeen points. I think that's fact. That is factual information. Yeah. Um. So you could go a lot of directions with this. I decided to go with Kyron Jones versus Pitt. He was twelve of nineteen. <laughs> yeah, Pitt was just awesome. I don't know what I was talking about. That is why we yeah. said Pitt was the best game. Yeah. Clearly, everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kyron Jones versus Pitt. He was twelve of nineteen for two twenty-eight with five touchdowns. He had forty yards rushing. Um. Just, just unreal. Um, and I'll say this: the best player that I saw, he didn't have a stat sheet that was just ridiculous. Peyton Wilson for NC State is just an incredible football player. Um, watching him, I pretty much watched him the entire NC State game, and he was making the tackle or around the football or affecting every single play that he was on the field. So, um, so I'll give that a hat tip. Yeah, I pulled up the APR stat sheet from Syracuse. Four tackles, three solo, two sacks. I mean, I don't want to say drones against Pitt because I, I want to say drones against Pitt, but um, we'll say APR against Syracuse. You had a good night. You could also just say Tyler Bowen against UVA. You could do that too. Um, but yeah, when you beat when you beat everybody by a lot. Um, kind of hard to pick best let's go of the year i gotta tell you 
beginning to end, the let's goes were were unreal. I mean, every every single game, it felt like we brought the absolute juice. Um, a lot. It was basically a who's who of all year. I, I have to go with Coach Foster. Um, unbelievable, great tan, silver fox. Um, talking to the other team, um, basically saying like we're gonna make it really hard for these guys over here. Um, euphoric. It was awesome. Um, absolutely loved that one. I'll go with Danny Cole. Danny Cole gets on the mic. I caught that pass. <laughs> and then I think I think it was kind of tongue in cheek for everyone he, when he got on the mic. We run the ACC. We're like, Danny, come back. We ran the ACC when you were here. We need you back. But uh, <laughs> that was, I think everyone was just cracking up. Uh, and he brought so much juice to his let's go, which was. Was that Purdue? I can't recall. It was Pitt. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Dude. Pitt Cole. was awesome. If you weren't at the Pitt game, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. This podcast was meant to be the season review pod. It was actually the let's just talk about the Pittsburgh game. Every other comment podcast. Danny Cole, who lived in Pittsburgh for some time after leaving Virginia Tech, uh, did uh, did make the evening here with the Let's Go chant. I just hit him up. Pete, Pete B is doing some uh, some fun. We're doing like a Manning cast type ordeal for the national championship the CFB final on uh, I think Monday, January 8th is the date. So we're, we're reaching out to some potential special guests to join us from Hokie lore uh, as guests on the Suns cast. Did I, did I, uh, this might give it away. He mentioned somebody with the, with similar initials to me that might be on it. Is he confirmed going on that as well? I have no idea who you're talking about. Similar initials as me. Bill Roth. Yeah. Billy Ray, Bill Roth. Dude, that's not how that works. Oh. BR, BR. People call me BR sometimes. Yeah, he said he said Bill Roth is popping on. So wow. Wow. For the Suns cast. That's gonna be awesome. We gotta find a way to pop on there. Won't be for the whole game. We're gonna be recovering from a from a wedding. Um, but I'd love to I'd love to jump on that. Is that no, that's not after the wedding. That's January eighth. That's a whole week after. Man. It has been a while since we've been on a podcast together. Um, to finish our, uh, Pittsburgh, um, Pittsburgh pom-pom session. Do you want to, do you want to do best post win party as well? Oh yeah. These were like the only notes that I had in our best blank segment. Best post win party. Pitt went to tots. Had a great time. It <laughs> was so awesome. Like blue motorcycles and PBRs and tots. I Oh, we, we finished the night at DP Doe, went home just about at last call. I mean, I am an idiot for thinking Syracuse was the best game of the year. I mean, Pittsburgh by far was – I mean, Pittsburgh was worth season tickets. That was that was worth the price of season tickets. If you could go to one game, you should have gone to Pitt. If, if there is a time machine invented in the future and you're listening to it, 
type in Pittsburgh 2023. You'll have a great time. <laughs> I just know uh, that there's people out there who only got to go to Purdue. Oh, it's tough. Can we talk about that for a second? Our guy, Mike. <laughs> love Mike. Um, he was so excited to go back. He used to work in equipment for Virginia Tech. So fired up to go back to Virginia Tech. It's a glorious noon kickoff. The wife gave him permission to go. He's got two kids. And he's like, man, I'm going to get my fix. I'm going to go back to Virginia Tech. And um, uh, tough, 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 tough circumstance. It's like going to the ice cream shop and they're sold out. And all they have is like celery sticks, no ranch. Um, and that's, that was it. So um, <laughs> let Mike cook. Let Mike cook. Um, we're going to jump into the bowl rundown. But first, we got to talk about our partners, Pat. Bowl games are going to be played all over this great nation. Kicks off pretty soon. We're doing a little bowl pick them. Get in. Get your picks in if you haven't yet. I still need to. I'm going to Annapolis. Billy's going to Annapolis. If you're not going to Annapolis, there is a solution that you can still have an, a, I'm not going to say awesome, an unforgettable afternoon while watching Virginia Tech football. And that is with Benny Marzano's. Oh, you don't live in Blacksburg? So it's not going to be Benny Marzano's, right? Because Blacksburg is Marzano's. But, you know, there's a lot of Italians all over this great country and this great East Coast. You know, if you're in Smith Mountain Lake, you might be hitting up Benny Adelina's. If you're in Noda in Charlotte, it's Benny Pinello's. Well, listen, $5 off your Benny's pie telling them the Sons of Saturday sent you. Now, I must tell you where these locations are because there are dozens of Benny's across this great country. There's even one in Wyoming and uh, Michigan. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Blacksburg, Roanoke, Radford, Smith Mountain Lake, Bedford, Lynchburg, Waynesboro, Harrisonburg, Winchester, Manassas, Fredericksburg, Richmond, Newport News, Norfolk, VB Town Center, VB Oceanfront. Love the diversity in the uh, the VB ones. You know, you got you got multiple options here. Let's see. Nags Head, Raleigh, Concord, Noda, South End, Somerville, South Carolina, Mount Pleasant, North Charleston, Charleston, Pittsburgh, Kalamazoo, and Casper, Wyoming. You got options, okay? Unbelievable. Excuses. Now, we got some under construction as well. Philadelphia, Alexandria coming soon. Benny Marzano's, the Virginia Slice. Had an awesome time with Benny's in Lane Stadium this fall. <clears throat> so, so we are about to run down the bowl games for 2023. Uh, basically, we're just going to say, will you watch this? Does this suck? Are you excited for it? So we're going to start on December 16th with the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia Southern versus Ohio. 11 a.m. Sure. I'll probably have it on. No. Okay. No. Uh, the Cricket Celebration Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. Howard versus Florida A&M. I am not going to watch that. Yes. Because you were rooting for Davon Morgan. Yes. Good call. Good call. I'll tune in then. <laughs> RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. No. It's it's kind of a no in all these. 215. 
the avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. For some reason, this game is being played in Florida. Pretty sure Florida has approximately zero uh, miles of connectivity with <laughs> with Mexico. Uh, Miami, Ohio versus App State. I'll watch that. I'll yeah, watch that. There we go. That's more my speed. The Isleta New Mexican Bowl. New Mexico State versus Fresno State in Albuquerque. 545 so, on Saturday. New Mexico gets their own bowl game. Why is the, where is the New Jersey Bowl? Where is the Maine Bowl? Where is the North Carolina Bowl? New Mexico out here stunting on everyone. Albuquerque is a great town. I've been Have a moment. Have a moment, New Mexico. Um, shout out to Jerry Kill. Uh, I will not be watching this at 5.45 p.m. on a Saturday. No. The Starco Brands LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Uh, UCLA versus Boise State in Englewood, California. I don't think I'm probably going to watch that. I I would assume that there are going to be 13 people in the stands at this game. <laughs> Gronk is hosting a bowl game. I is think this it's like, everybody. When you say Gronk, which one are you talking about? Because I only know one. I'm not familiar with you know Gronk.com if that's what you're trying to trying to put me on right now. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Look, man, like. You're just not going to answer the Gronk question. I I don't think it's hosted by Gronk. No, I don't. I don't. I think there's probably a company called Gronk. Um, the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. I'm so over the branding of all of these. Like, can it just be the Independence Bowl brought to you by Radiance Technologies? Like, I, I mean, Cal versus Texas Tech and Shreveport. Look, if any of you are from Shreveport, I'm sorry. That city sucks. Um it's 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 just it, I, I've been there for the Independence Bowl. I had the flu and mono at the same time. Um, just just not a fun place. Um, Cal versus Texas Tech. I'll probably watch that. Probably tune in. Nine fifteen p.m. December. We're still on December sixteenth. Um, December eighteenth. The famous Toastery Bowl, Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. I'll tune in. Old Dominion had to fight back to get a bowl, to get a bowl spot. You know, I'm gonna say I'm not tuning into these, but when you're home for the holidays, you're kind of just in the living room with your family. So I would say I'm probably gonna watch like 60 to 70 percent of these games. What's the date on this toastery bowl? The 18th. It's on a Monday. Oh, okay, so that's that's on Monday. That's, that's in Charlotte. That's in Charlotte at like one of these like local like tiny stadiums. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a bowl that was. This is the first year ever of the famous Toastery Bowl. Hmm. So mm-hmm. you're tuning in. I I might. <laughs> I might. December nineteenth, Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl, UTSA, <laughs> the Racers. I think they're called. Uh, I think it's the Roadrunners. The Roadrunners versus Marshall in Frisco, Frisco, Texas, at nine p.m. Sure. Tuesday, 9 p.m., probably don't have anything better to do. December 21st, Thursday, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. USF, who almost beat Alabama, will be playing Syracuse, who just fired their coach. Um, I want to go to this bowl. I want to go to Boca Raton. It's not a bad date, man. December 21st, if any of you guys are down in Boca, 
head on down to the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. I, I don't know. Like, are people in Boca like I just I can't imagine like, hey, what are you doing on, on December 21st? Like, there's no way to call this bowl game something that isn't ridiculous. Like, I'm going to the roof claim Boca Raton Bowl. I'm going to the Boca Raton Bowl. Like, I, just don't under, I don't understand the bowl games that are named after geographical locations. No. You get creative. Bowl, uh, the Boca Raton Bowl. Do I understand the Bahamas Bowl? Absolutely. You are going to yes. the Bahamas. Yes. You know, that is a, oh, you get to go to the Bahamas. Right. Right. You don't get to go to New Mexico in December. <laughs> Yeah, can we call it like the Wild and Wonderful Bowl? That's West Virginia. What is what is what is what is uh Land of Enchantment? The Enchantment Bowl. Call it something cool. The um the Breaking Bad Bowl. That's actually really good. TMC would probably pay for that or whatever channel that was on. All right, what's the next one? December 22nd, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. We should go to this bowl instead of the Boca Union Raton. Home Mortgage. I Gas- like Gasparilla as the name of the bowl because it's in right. Tampa Bay. And it's at uh what's the name of their stadium? Uh Raymond James. Raymond James, Ray J. Yeah. Uh I I'll watch this. Georgia Tech versus UCF. Georgia Tech doesn't have a bunch of turnover. They're a young, good team. I love Brent Key. Um UCF, Gus Malzahn, first year, I think, in the Big 12. I'll I'll tune in. No problem. I'll probably put some money on this game. Don't know who I'm gonna bet on. Um, but I'm going to have to watch it. The Camellia Bowl. Pat, I got to tell you, this might be the worst bowl. Actually, the next two might be the worst bowl. This is Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois in Montgomery, Alabama at noon. What's Camellia? Which, uh, which sponsor is... Okay. It sounds like a flower. I hope. I hope it's a flower. I don't. Now, think how they, the, I don't even think they got someone to sponsor this. Like I don't think Camellia it, is the sponsor. How does a camellia hold up against a rose? Because like, it must be a know. pretty weak flower if 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 it's sponsoring a game in Alabama. And if, at yeah, this th- like this is tough. Like I I don't I don't know if anyone's going to this. If you're not friends or family, you're pre- you're pretty much banking on there not- being nothing to do in Montgomery, Alabama, which, quite frankly, there might not be anything to do in Alabama. So Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois. That's probably a no for me. I just um, don't, don't know why we have this many bowl games. The 76 Birmingham Bowl, Troy versus Duke. I feel so bad for Duke, dude. Like, they have to go to <sighs> Birmingham to play Troy, too. This is a Duke away game. I mean, you have a historic se- a historic lead up to a season. You host college game day. You have the best quarterback in program history, more than likely. Great coach. Both are gone. Uh, you have to go play Troy. Ugh. What an what an unfortunate uh, series of events there. Moving on to December twenty third, still the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, James Madison versus Air Force. Now, let me say this: pre transfer portal, pre all of this nonsense. This is a really intriguing football game. Air Force has had a great season. JMU's first year. They got a bowl game. Everyone was freaking out. They weren't going to get a bowl game. Here they are. Here's your bowl game. Congratulations, Dukes. Everybody calm down. Ready? Stop freaking out. Do you think they're going to go? Do you think JMU fans will show out in... No, in in Fort Worth, Texas? Probably not. 
And aren't JMU fans probably fatigued from having to go to Frisco so frequently for their um, for their FCS championship games? Because I mean, I hope they show up. I hope they show up. Their coach is gone. A lot of their players are gone. Air Force is good. I think Air Force is just going to beat the hell out of James Madison. I, that that's what I think is going to happen. Here's um, my question about this game. Is this the little brother to the military bowl? Armed Forces Bowl, Military Bowl. Should we be making fun of JMU because we have the superior bowl game? And I'm saying it's superior. I guess we'll have to look at the list of payouts. How do you really yeah. judge one bowl against the other? I usually say, hey, is this bowl being played a little later on? Yeah. In bowl season? Usually the later games have a little bit more prestige, closer to New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, the better. Um Take that, JMU. Lockheed Martin versus Northrop Grumman. I mean, you know, but uh, go go Air Force. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, one of the best bowl game names out there, hands down. Yeah. They, they uh, say there's too many bowl games. Well, this one is this no space. such. There's no such uh, no such thing as too many bowl games when the Idaho Potato Bowl is a feature. Now it's funny because this is the bowl game that my like again my father just finds things to get upset about sometimes like every time every time this game's on is like unprompted he goes there are too many damn bowl games like blue well, field mean- blue field famous Idaho potato bowl like that is that is like that is like a meatball over home plate for my dad to get upset about um, I mean just so. wait 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 until he hears about what happened to Mister Potato Head. <laughs> Georgia State versus Utah State in Boise, Idaho. Um, I I, I don't know, man. Uh, Saturday at three thirty, maybe. Um, Pat, we should get together for one of these games. We're all going to be up there. We just we should just go to a bar and, and watch just some bad bowl games. I think that is an imminent uh, proposition, there, Billy Ray. That's Saturday before Christmas. Let's let's lock it in. Sunday before Christmas, lock it in. Monday before Christmas, who said lock no? It in. The 68 Ventures Bowl. This is tough, Pat. I got to tell you, I'm sorry if you're from Alabama. You guys have no business having like three or four bowl games. The 68 Ventures Bowl is in is South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan in Mobile. Like, like, who, who's going to these? Who is so going? There's, there's, there's Montgomery. There's Mobile. There's the Birmingham Bowl. Is that it, or is there a fourth? Because that is that is a lot of bowl games. It's egregious. It's egregious. Look, I'm I'm glad that it's good for the economy. Um, maybe. I, tough. A lot of G five action happening down in in Alabama here. Tough. Um, okay. Now we're getting into some fun games. No disrespect to everybody else. The SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. If you're still listening, let us know if this is fun. This is fun for me. This is just Pat and Billy Ray talking, um, but we're just running through these games. And if you think you're going to get really good input on what's happening in these games, you're not. We're just going to make fun of the name and and give a, a flyby. So this is Utah versus Northwestern in Las Vegas. If I'm a fan of either of these teams, I'm going. If I'm a Utah fan, it's probably going to be hard for me to, uh, if I am a Mormon, to stay committed uh, in Utah. Uh, so probably not. Actually, Utah would probably be fired up to go to Alabama. Um, actually, BYU more so. But there are some Mormons that play for Utah. 
Um, Utah versus Northwestern. Sure, I'll watch this. Good job by Northwestern. <laughs> Good job by Northwestern to make it to a bowl game. Fired their coach early on in the season. Um, so that's also on December 23rd. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Coastal okay. Here we are. Here we are. Same criteria as the Bahamas. Okay. You you make a bowl game in Hawaii. You can tell your friends you're going to the Hawaii Bowl. But why can't you call it like the, why can't you call it like the, like name it after a flower? Name it after like a. No, no, no. Because you need to like, when you're, when you're on the phone with your coworker, Hey, what are you doing for Christmas? Oh, I'm taking the family out to the Petunia Bowl. Mm -hmm. No one wants to have to Google that. You know, wouldn't you rather just say, Hey, I'm going to the Hawaii Bowl, taking the kids, taking the wife. We're going to have an awesome time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, So that's coastal Carolina has to fly all the way to Hawaii. Make that make sense from an academic, uh, or I'm sorry, athletic department budgeting uh, perspective to play San Jose State. Shout out to our guy. Um, who's our guy? Transferred. Harvey. DJ Harvey. DJ Harvey, San Jose State. I mean, if you want to make the case for financials, there's bowl payouts and they cover the expenses. That's true. Bowling Green versus Minnesota in the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit, Michigan. Um, Let's go. Let's go. Wow. Fired up? I know my guy Dan Steinbeck is is probably going to be watching this game. The Quick Lane Bowl has some rogue ACC tie-in. I will probably not be watching this game. I just think it's wild that there is a bowl game in Detroit. I heard they have an airport. Whoever is the... uh, Whoever is the the Clark Rowland of Bowling Green or Minnesota, I mean, I'm sitting down with the family and I'm like, I don't want to go to Detroit for Christmas. Like, I I just I I might I might be vetoing my 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 super fan family member who brings the entire family to the bowl game. If we're playing in Alabama or Detroit, I might be celebrating Christmas at home. I might be Kevin Carpenter, uh, and just or whoever the guy is from Home Alone. Um <laughs> And just Kevin McAllister. I'm just staying at home. Um, The Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, Texas State versus Rice in Dallas. Not going to watch that. Do not care. Shout out to our first responders. That is absolutely no disrespect whatsoever. Um, Just just completely uninterested. Um, (laughs) Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Kansas versus UNLV. The Fighting Vance Vices and James Shebestes in Phoenix, Arizona. That would probably be fun to go to. Um, What's the name of this bowl again? The Guaranteed <laughs> Rate Bowl. Guaranteed Rates? So is this a, a mortgage company? I I hope so. And what is the rate? What rate are they guaranteeing? I'll tell, you what they guar- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it is, and it's not the bottom line at exit 109. That's not are what they, it is. Are they guaranteeing a 63% completion rate from the quarterback? Are they guaranteeing... 28% of snaps will be a QB hurry. I don't know. I don't know. Next, next bowl. The military bowl presented by GoBowling.com. What an awesome sponsor for an awesome bowl game and an awesome uh, location between two awesome teams. Uh, you have the Virginia Tech Hokies, tremendous season, absolutely smothering every team that they have played uh, and won by 17 points. Uh, lost one game at home, traveling to take on the Tulane, Tulane uh, Green Wave there in New Orleans. Smart school, the first school that ever offered B- Billy Ray Mitchell in high school. 
Um, really wow. good knack for talent evaluation. Oh yeah, sounds like that staff was uh, was in their bag. Um, I mean, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna be at it. Um, it's in Annapolis. I, I will say no disrespect to any of the other bowls. This is one of my favorite sponsors, the military bowl by GoBowling.com. Really great play on words there. I uh, would love to get a, a hokey haiku from the GoBowling.com team. Um, can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Tulane has like none of their starters or their coaches. Um, it's pretty much us in 2021, uh, but they wear green and white. So, and sometimes baby blue. She looks really nice. My high school mascot was Green Wave. So really feeling torn with this matchup. Ooh. Not sure which team that I want to be pulling for on the 27th, but I will be in attendance. Uh, my challenge to the military bowl, you have a great sponsor. It's GoBowling.com. How great would it be if military bowl and go bowling really leaned into the bowling stuff and really leaned into the oh, yeah. stuff that yes. Duke's Mayo has done? with the Duke's Mayo bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Now I know that there is a, a level and a, um, a precedent of respect being that this is the military bowl, but we do want to see some creative bowling stuff. Um, Bolero Plaza lanes in Madison, New Jersey is where I learned how to bowl. You know, if you didn't have your birthday party in third grade growing up at a bowling alley, you know, did you live, uh, What's what's the next bowl game? Um, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. The same night, a couple hours later, right? I'm excited to watch this. Uh, North Carolina versus West Virginia. Drake May has opted out. Neil Brown. I mean, talk about a Freddy Krueger appearance from Neil Brown. Neil Brown was dead. Dead in the water. He was getting fired. That was going to happen. Um, West Virginia fans... I know they set couches on fire. They wanted to set Neil Brown on fire in like September and Neil Brown comes out and gets him a, uh, a Duke's Mayo bowl bid. Look, I think this is a fun bowl game. I think, like you said, it's the most fun extracurricular um, crazy stuff. They dumped mayonnaise on the winning coach. They straight up hit Shane Beamer in the face with the jug when they did it a couple of years ago. Um, so I'm excited. Um, I think Neil Brown is is going to be pretty pretty awkward when he has mayo poured on him. I think Mac Brown is going to be hilarious if he has mayo poured on him. Both ones would be absolutely hilarious. So, um, so that's Duke's mayo. You really have to tip your cap to Miller Yoho and the staff at the Charlotte Sports Foundation, who mm-hmm. have really done just a terrific job of leaning in to making this game something even more than it actually is because of the goofiness. Sicko's committee, Sicko's committee and the Duke's Mayo Bowl are a perfect match made in heaven because you have people who appreciate the tackiness, the wackiness, the goofiness that is college football. At the end of the day, this is a game and this is a ton of fun. Yeah. Duke's Mayo Bowl and the Charlotte Sports Foundation. It was the Belk Bowl. It was the Meineke Car Care Bowl. I hope it never loses that Duke's Mayo partnership. I have Duke's Mayo in my fridge. Really great product. Maybe they'll sponsor the pod one day. But uh, every bowl game should strive to be the social media presence 
that the Duke's Mayo Bowl has. Duke's Mayo Bowl on like a Tuesday morning at 9.54 a.m. Who would you like to see covered in mayonnaise? Pause. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this. I mean, their Twitter account has been in existence. Uh, it's been in existence since 2009 because it probably got passed over. But they have 43,000 followers for something that happens one time a year. Um, really Twice. impressive. The Duke's Mayo Classic. Let's not Duke's forget the big game. The big Duke's Mayo Classic. Hey, if you're listening, Charlotte Sports Foundation, we'd love to play in that one year. Um, the DirecTV Holiday Bowl, Louisville versus USC in San Diego. Um, I was doing that thing where I just say ridiculous stuff. Um, and who knows? Maybe I would have done a ridiculous thing. I said uh, if, if Tech was in this game, I'd go because I love San Diego. Um, that's got to be a lot of fun. If you look at the data... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. If you if you look at the data, Billy Ray is zero of one. Zero of one this year. Oh, well, if that, you know, Virginia Tech at Boston College, I'm um, going because it's yeah. in Boston. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I probably wouldn't have ended up going, but I would have been really excited about it. Um, Louisville versus USC. I mean, I'll watch. Yeah, nothing better to do. The tech, the Tax Act Texas Bowl, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. Not to be confused with the Tax Slayer mm. Gator Bowl. I would love to see what mascot of Tax Act, how they compare to the Tax Slayer mascot. And if the Tax Slayer is in the mood to slay Tax Acts. <laughs> so I'll watch that uh, 9 p.m. Um, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. This is interesting for a lot of reasons. Uh, SMU versus Boston College in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm going to make a prediction. SMU is going to finish in the top three in the ACC in the next two years. I think they are going to come in and be phenomenal. Um, a lot of talent. Not really competing with anyone in conference in their region. A lot of money. A lot of money. And this is going to be an ACC versus an ACC matchup next year, and we get to see it in Boston College. Interesting that Wasabi is sponsoring a football game at a baseball stadium. I'm not sure how many um, cartons of, of Wasabi are going to be moved from this. I don't even know where you buy Wasabi. You probably have to go to the international section, but that's not refrigerated, and Wasabi needs to be refrigerated. So not sure. Do you love sushi, though? The bad boy mowers pins. Go ahead. I was gonna say we're gonna have to do some sort of gathering, a bowl gathering over the holidays, where you have to show up with an edible item that mm -hmm. represents uh, the the sponsoring organization. So you, know, you might bring your wasabi. I'm gonna bring my avocados from Mexico. Cadams and John might bring their Duke's mayo. Someone's bringing the pop tarts. Someone's bringing the frosted flakes. That could be a fun party. Yeah, it's. I don't really know what kind of meal you're going to prepare with those items. Uh, wasabi, breakfast cereal, and pop tarts and they're mayonnaise. All sides. They're all sides. Not twenty six thousand dollars worth of sides, but no, they're all sides. What is the meat and potatoes Idaho potato bowl? So you got your potatoes. Are there any bowls that have any sort of meat sponsorships? Jack no, beef jerky, feed your wild side. This is your opportunity to step up to the plate and get on the table for next bowl season. 
Uh, we don't have any meat, but we do have a uh, lawnmower. The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. They have switched. They used to, I believe, the Bad Boy Mowers used to sponsor the Gasparilla Bowl. But this is Rutgers versus Miami in, in the Bronx. We've been to this bowl game. I think Rutgers is going to absolutely destroy Miami. I am 1,000% watching this football game. I know that the Rutgers faithful will be loading it up at, at stands and loading it up at Billy's. It is very hard to see the football game from the vantage points offered by Yankee Stadium third baseline. We learned that firsthand two years ago. Um, however, anything in Yankee Stadium is cool. I love the old Yankee Stadium. I like the new Yankee Stadium. It's not as good as the old Yankee Stadium. Um, bad boy mowers. Get me a Miami football player and a Rutgers football player. And a lawnmower and a lawnmower. I want them racing, racing from one flat, uh, one foul pole to the other. Who is the faster football player on a lawnmower? Wow. Not sure the coaches would be down for that, but it could be pretty entertaining. Um, the Pop Tarts Bowl, NC State versus Kansas State. I mean, how do you put this on a bowl win, a bowl ring? Like, if you win the Pop-Tarts Bowl, are you literally giving your players bowl rings that say Pop-Tarts Bowl champion? Is that what you're doing? Because that's pretty embarrassing. Your favorite Pop-Tart flavor is? Strawberry. Okay, yeah. Or cherry. Cherry's really good. Blueberry. Anything with the frosting on the outside and the red or... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Valero Alamo Bowl, Arizona versus Oklahoma and San Antonio. I'll watch this. Arizona, better than people think they are. Oklahoma, no starting quarterback. Interesting. This is tough, man, with with all the transfers. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Clemson versus Kentucky in Jacksonville, Florida. I think that'll be fun. Um, Two coaches, a lot of personality. Um, Dabo, interesting year. Here he is at a bowl game again. Tony the Tiger, Oregon State versus Notre Dame in El Paso. No Sam Hartman. No DJ Ungugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugug
Cotton Bowl Classic. That is a uh, that is an intriguing football game there. This football game would be so fun if they played it in the regular season. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Ole Miss versus Penn State. Mm. Talk about two teams. Is it New Year's Eve, Bill? December 30th. So the day before New Year's Eve. Are there no games on December 31st? Uh, usually they play the playoff. The no, 31st. the playoff is January 1st. Really? Does this Am mean that when we are celebrating our friend's marriage that we are not going to be missing any football? Did we are we sure? The, Does December the wedding lottery? Oh, yeah, because uh, because New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. So there's no college football. How about it? Okay. Perfect. Let's go. Good job. Good job, Maddie and Griff. It's going to be a successful marriage. I'll tell you that. I'll watch this Ole Miss versus Penn State. Again, I wish it was played in the regular season. Talk about two teams who have completely different styles. Um, you have James Franklin and Lane Kiffin. Two entertaining coaches. Sign hey, what has Lane Kiffin been doing on the internet? He's posting all these images with no captions so he, he posted he does that a lot when he visited when he visits when he visits players he does that a lot like for example he posted a video this is pretty funny so juice wells is transferring from south carolina on his live stream uh from the barbershop he said they took away my golf cart so when lane kiffin went to go visit juice wells he took a picture of a south carolina golf cart and tweeted it with no caption <laughs> pretty hilarious um so yeah lane kiffin automatic follow if you if you've learned anything in this podcast there are three things number one the pittsburgh game is awesome number two uh the duke's mayo bowl is hilarious number three follow lane kiffin on twitter those are your three three action items and number four this is we could call it breaking news but uh jalen lane ali jennings daquan felton and steven gosnell all will be returning next year. The bad oh! boy, the bad boys put out a post, so that is exciting. That is exciting. Shout out to all of you listening. Ninety three minutes in, the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, Auburn, Maryland, Nashville. Wow. Um, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I wonder if Talia is going to play Auburn, Hugh freeze. They're searching to get, uh, actually it's regular season wins. So this doesn't count. Um, Auburn looking for that seventh win. Sure. All right. Capital one orange bowl. We're almost done fellas. Georgia versus Florida state. I'm going to watch this. I think it's going to be some ugly football. I think it's going to be some hideous football. And this is my parting, parting message to, this is what you did to us. Uh, playoff. When I argue about the BCS bowl, the BCS going away, it sucks that the Orange Bowl doesn't mean it. It means nothing. Like neither of these teams care. I, I like so bummed. I feel really bad for whomever is going to be on the call at this game because the entirety of the broadcast, there's going to be an elephant in the room that they just have to talk about for probably two out of the four quarters and it's it's just going to be kind of annoying so might be watching that one on mute
Or if you like chaos, you're turning it up. Um, Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Barstool's involved. I'm involved. It's going to be hilarious. Big Cat's going to sing the national anthem. Um, they're going to be literally betting on the game on the broadcast. Toledo versus Wyoming. Um, some people might not like this. If you are a Wyoming football fan and you are not ordering a Benny's pie while watching this football game. I mean, we saw El Prez rate Benny's twice. Most recently gave it a 7-1 in 2017. Um, tune in. Use your son's code. What's after this one? Well, wait. How excited would you be if David Portnoy was calling a tech game? <laughs> I'd be so fired up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's hitting the home run, hitting the grand slam, dude. Uh, the Relia Quest Bowl, another stupid name. Um, Wisconsin versus LSU. Wisconsin uh, versus LSU. They're playing in the Relia Quest Bowl. Where is this? Tampa. Man, good, good for, for good for the Relia Quests. Getting the Badgers and the Tigers there. The LSU and Wisconsin have played. I want to say it was a home and home. They played in Lambeau a few years ago. I don't know if, if Wisconsin has returned the visit, but that's that's a fun fan base and another fun fan base in a fun town. Yeah. Maybe we should go to that. Well, that's on January. We're definitely not going to that. <laughs> like We're just not doing that. Uh, these are the New Year's games, uh, by the way. This is January 1st. So next game, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, Liberty versus Oregon. Um, this is just a no win situation for Oregon. Um, there are a lot of people listening to this that are filled with rage about Liberty. I, I, I don't hate Liberty as much as probably the next guy. I, I, I really am kind of indifferent. Um, I think it would be pretty, pretty freaking hilarious if Liberty beat Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, I just think that would be funny. Um, do you so, mind? Do you mind helping me understand how New Mexico State gets to play in the New Mexico Bowl, but Liberty doesn't get to play in the Liberty Bowl? <laughs> do you not see a problem with this? Uh, I do see a problem with this. Um, again, it's, I guess, that stupid tie-in thing, and probably due to the fact that Liberty was one of the best group of five teams. Um, so Could have been Tulane. Could have been JMU. That's true. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. How dumb is that? Not dumb. I'm bringing really? both Cheez-Its and citruses to that party. Yeah, but do you taste citrus in your Cheez-Its? Because I certainly don't. That's you're like telling the, me, You're telling me you've never tried a bowl of Cheez-Its and then you just do a little <laughs> lemon squeeze on it? I bet it? that would actually be pretty good. I mean, actually. you squeeze lemon on anything, it tastes awesome. Um, this is like the this is like the this is like the desert bowl being sponsored by Aquafina. Like it just it just doesn't just doesn't make any sense here. Um but uh, it's Iowa versus Tennessee. That's a pretty visually unappealing game. Um, the mustard yellow and the like creamsicle orange. It's actually kind of funny. Citrus is getting represented by Iowa with yellow for the lemons. And then Cheez-Its are getting represented by the cream orange from Tennessee. Uh, that, that's pretty. Wow. You wonder, you wonder why they selected those two wow. schools. You wonder. Wow. Games in Orlando. Good for Nabisco. Fun's over. Playoff games. Uh, Rose Bowl game. I got to tell you. Like, 
I have to go to a Rose Bowl. I don't care if I see Valparaiso play Vanderbilt. Like, I want to go to the Rose Bowl so bad. The the television shots that they get of the sun going down, the crowd separation, everybody wearing the right colors, the flyover. The Rose Bowl just makes you love America and love football. And I hate Los Angeles. I think that city blows. But Pasadena rules. Like, Pasadena is like if you put a football stadium in Westwood, New Jersey. Pasadena is like you put the most beautiful football stadium in like a suburb. Suburb. Um, I love, love the Rose Bowl. I get so fired up for it every year. It should be a playoff game every year. If we ever have to do a dog and pony show Rose Bowl like Georgia and uh, Florida State are going to do in the Orange Bowl, I'll be upset. And the Um, fact that it's on New Year's Day. It's a great tradition. Alabama, Michigan, do you have a feel for this? Uh, I, I, I say take Alabama plus whatever. Yeah, I took Alabama plus the points and the money line. And then lastly, the All-State Sugar Bowl college football playoff semifinal. Texas versus Washington. I want Washington to win this game. I feel like everybody has doubted Washington all year, and I've thought it's been disrespectful. I do think that Texas is a really complete team offensively and defensively. What they did to Oklahoma State was so impressive uh, two weeks ago. So I'm going to root for Washington. I'm probably not going to bet on this game. I think Texas is going to win. I'll watch. (laughs) That's a podcast. That's an hour and 40 minutes. Um if you're still here and you hung out with us this entire time, let us know in the comments. Um, Cause I am curious if any of you guys made it this far, but that was fun. I think, uh, you know, making fun of some bowl games and whatnot. Um, oh, you know what? I have two jokes to make. I know I've made a lot this sure. uh, hour and a half, but one, you didn't talk about the bowl game where Virginia tech plays in Ireland. And two, just I'm wearing the Go Bird sweatshirt. <laughs> if you're here a hundred minutes into this podcast, you love us unconditionally. <laughs> so, so here I am wearing my Go Bird sweatshirt. And uh it's just a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> Hope everyone has a great Christmas. Uh, have a great Christmas. We'll what is we'll it? be back. We'll be yeah, on. Yeah, we're definitely. We can't take fourteen days listen, off. Listen, Billy Ray. We got to do some portaling. We got to do some retainment. We got to talk about some basketball, and uh, we got to talk about our Christmas wish list as we head into twenty twenty four. So maybe we'll do an episode based on. Uh, hey, what do we want next year? All right, that is a podcast. Like, subscribe, hang out. Um, go to Annapolis. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Go birds. It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows. Drink till we can't stand, but I saw you dance like you want to in my head. All
Take the head. 